All right, welcome back to Born for This podcast, uh, where we were born to have fellowship with God through Jesus Christ. And uh, today we're going to be in chapter two of Genesis. So, Lord, I pray that you would give us a deep reverence for your word. As we start this study, I pray that our hearts would be prepared to really hear the true living word of God. Thank you so much, Jesus, that you revealed that you're the word of God. And so when we read scripture, by your Holy Spirit, I pray that you would reveal yourself to us, that we would be able to have fellowship with you during this time, and that you'd change us and mold us. Even if we don't feel changed when we end, we are by faith knowing that by reading your scripture and by fellowshipping with you, you are changing us daily from glory to glory and faith to faith. We're being changed by you. Thank you so much that while the outward man is perishing, the inward man is being renewed day by day. I pray that through your word, that through all the studies, that our minds would be renewed. Thank you so much for the the fact that you transform us by the renewing of our minds. We give ourselves as a living sacrifice to you. Thank you, Master Potter, for shaping us and forming us in the secret place and rewarding us in the open with more of yourself, that when we would seek you in this, this secret place, that we're seeking to have your character manifested in our lives. We're not seeking for stuff. We're not seeking for blessing. We're seeking for your character and you, to know you. And that in the open, in situations where we might act uh, in a fleshly manner, that you would cause us to act in the spirit and that we would give glory to you because we would know that that was produced by your spirit, not by us trying to live a Christian life but it was by your grace through the faith that we put in you. So we trust you right now that we're not just reading words on a page, we're reading the living word of God and we honor you. Thank you so much that through the ages that men have died to bring this word and to preserve this word, so we honor it with our lives. Genesis chapter two. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished and all of the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. Lord, thank you so much for us entering into your rest as well. Because of what Jesus has done, now we can have the actual rest of God. That we can cease from our works and trying to work righteousness out, and and we can have rest in your righteousness that you've given to us by by faith because of the grace that you've poured out on us. We receive it, and I thank you for it so much. Thank you for transforming our lives to where we used to strive for things that were worthless. Now we strive to enter into your rest. And I thank you that just like you said, that there remains a rest for the people of God because the children of Israel rejected that rest. Lord, we're accepting it through Christ. Verse 4, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. Wow, Lord, thank you so much for breathing into me. 
thank you for making me a man of the spirit, that I don't seek after the things of the flesh anymore. Just like you breathed into man at the beginning, you, Jesus, when you raised again, rose again from the dead, you breathed into your disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit, bringing us back to fellowship with you, just like it was in the garden. I pray that you'd cause my heart to really believe that, that I wouldn't resist it, but that I would open up and receive that grace that I really don't have to do anything to receive and earn your, your uh, forgiveness or your grace, but you did it all. The finished work of Christ really truly brings me back to the image of God in the beginning, and I have fellowship with you with no walls. There's no separation between us anymore because of you, Jesus. Thank you, I'm a living soul. You said the body is dead because of sin, but the, the spirit is life because of righteousness. I'm set right with you. Your moral perfection has been accredited to my account because of the faith I have in what you accomplished. And so I am a living soul. Verse 8, And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. And the name of the first is Pison, that is, it which compasseth the whole land of Havilah, there, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good, and there is Bdellium and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon, the same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third, li- and the name of the third river is Hidekel, that is, it which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Oh Lord, please help us to really take heed to your word. To take heed of all your warnings. That we would be people who truly have wisdom to hear and to heed your warnings. That when you say something is going to kill us, that when you say he who walks in the flesh will die, will of the flesh reap corruption. I pray that we would really take heed to that and we would tremble, that you'd produce such a reverence for your word, Lord, that we wouldn't be caught in the same trap that Adam and Eve are going to be caught in. In Jesus' name. Verse 18, And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him an help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found and help meet for him. Wow, Lord, thank you so much that you gave such, you really did give dominion to Adam. 
You had such joy in seeing man spring up out of the earth by your hand. And you accepted the names that he even chose. Lord, I pray that I would have that same understanding of your love for me, that you're not trying to just control everything or whatever, and you're not giving commands to just make me a robot, but you really honestly want me to live. It says that my earthly father corrected me pretty much for his good, but you correct us and you chasten us for our good. Lord, please produce that in me. Produce a love for your chastening that I would be in love with how you do things and that I would be free, that I would honestly understand my freedom. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. Verse 21. And he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Wow. Lord, thank you so much that you didn't create woman out of a separate lump of clay, but you took her from the very side of the man. And just like the picture is of Christ and the church, you took us from the side of Christ. You're not ashamed to call us your brethren. You're not ashamed to call us your bride. So we submit to you. Lord, I pray for the married couples that might be listening, that they would be formed into, in more unison, more unity. In Jesus' name. I pray that this trap that the world tries to place on women to be a certain way, to look a certain way, and condemning them and all this stuff would cease in Jesus' name through the understanding of your word. That the women listening to this would give their hearts so completely to the Bible that they would, and to the word of God, and to fellowship with you and to your spirit, that they wouldn't even listen to the world anymore, that they would find no joy in the world, and they would find all their sufficiency in you that they would recognize that they were formed in you. That you reached into the fullness of man that you had created and you brought forth a woman so that man and woman could become one and reproduce your image all over the earth. I pray that spiritually that would happen in us as well. That not only just having kids, but that we would actually reproduce your image everywhere we go. That our union with you would actually produce spiritual children, that people would see our union and that people would desire to know you because of our lives. In Jesus' name.